Are you struggling to determine what's ethical and what's not for your business or practice? It may be because you haven't delved deeply into your why, your why for your business. Called by many a unique and deep approach, the Why Workshop is a self-paced $77 mini course that guides you in a multifaceted dive into why you do what you do. The resulting ahas can become the heart of your brand and filter all of the decision-making in your business. Go to defythestatusquo.com forward slash the hyphen why hyphen workshop to learn more. They made it sound so easy, didn't they? You thought the only thing you had to overcome was yourself and success would be yours. Just one more course, one more coach, one more consultant, and your business success would blow your socks off. But if everyone can be an entrepreneur, if it's so easy, why do 20% of businesses fail during the first two years of being opened, 45% during the first five years, and 65% during the first 10 years? Let's get into it. Hello and welcome. You're listening to the Defiant Business Podcast, and I'm your host, Ruthie Bowles, founder of Defy the Status Quo, a branding and marketing consultancy. This podcast is for the business owners and professionals who have seen the status quo in their industry and are ready to do things differently. We're here for the contrarians, mavericks, and rebels. On the Defiant Business Podcast, we'll talk about marketing, sales, client and customer experiences, finances, and amazing entrepreneur journeys that show that none of us are alone. Thank you for joining me. Hey there, welcome back to another episode of the Defiant Business Podcast, name change coming up. My name is Ruthie Bowles, and I'm the founder of Defy the Status Quo, which is a consultancy that's rooted in helping coaches, consultants, and online service providers build businesses that are rooted in their true, genuine authenticity and are actually aligned. Aligned with what? That's what we work on. I have brought up the every person entrepreneur fallacy multiple times in recent months in different podcast episodes. To me, that means I should record an episode dedicated to it. So what I'm referring to goes back to episode 225, Let's Talk About the Entrepreneurship Industry. The raison d'etre of the entrepreneurship industry, which includes small business coaching and consulting, is to spread the belief that anyone can be an entrepreneur. No exceptions, because exceptions mean you have to think harder. If anyone can become an entrepreneur, then the potential client base for the entrepreneur industry, the potential client base for every coach and consultant and service provider out there is everyone. What makes this truly tricky is that anyone can be an entrepreneur. Let me explain. If you're like Gary Vaynerchuk, you're able to start a business using seed money from your family's winery. If you're like Taylor Swift, your father can pay $80,000 to a rep. Your story is not like Ruthie Bowles, the U.S. Army veteran turned freelance writer, turned marketing consultant, turned, well, (laughs) what it is that I'm doing now. Gary is a white dude who came from money. Taylor is a white woman at the time, a white girl whose family had the resources to support the start of her career. I don't begrudge them that at all. But we have to acknowledge the inherent disadvantages that come from ethnicity, racial constructs, and lower socioeconomic status. According to the study cited in episode 225, you're more likely to succeed in your entrepreneurial venture if you have a higher socioeconomic status, 
and, you know, some of the other things that people use to socially signal their wealth. We talked about social signaling in episode 227, Entrepreneurship as an Identity. So if you're like Ruthie, you're years into this already, but you've decided to do what it takes, including narrating audiobooks until you get it to work, even if it takes you 10 more years. And that's why everyone can be an entrepreneur. If you have the resources and the ability to stick it out, you will, it's like, it's like, it's almost certain that you will come up with something that works if you don't run out of resources first and you can stick it out. And this isn't to say that if you, you know, quote unquote, quit that you gave up on the dream or whatever. We've all got families. We've got obligations. So if the dream has to be put on pause, if you realize that this wasn't actually the dream that you wanted, that's that's not what I'm talking about. But if this is absolutely like this is it, this is what I'm going to build. Maybe you don't have the knowledge. Maybe you don't have the resources right now. Maybe you don't have the connections that you need right now. So that's what I mean is if you're able to continue building this and working on it, then you're going to come up with something that works. But the every person entrepreneur fallacy is rooted in the the fact of easiness, right? This fallacy encourages the belief that it isn't hard. You're your biggest obstacle. That's what they tell you. Or is it the fact that minority-owned businesses get about 3% of venture, venture capital dollars? Or that women-owned businesses get about 2% of venture capital dollars? And that women of color-owned businesses get way less than 1%. And that's if you're seeking venture capital dollars. You know what? Screw those numbers, the entrepreneurship industry says. You don't need capital. You can do this without all that because entrepreneurship is easy. And if you can't do it, it's probably your mindset, not your context. <laughs> You're going to hear me talk more about that, uh, you know, in this upcoming month uh, about context. But this fallacy, the entrepreneurship, that that's easy, right? The every person entrepreneur fallacy encourages you to ignore the context in which you are starting or operating your business. Paying attention to these things, like the numbers I just gave you, these are all part of your limiting beliefs, or so they would have you believe. You could be a coach or a consultant tomorrow. If you already are, how hard was it to declare that? Not at all. Anything you did that you felt you had to do was extra. Setting up social accounts, creating a website, getting certified, etc. And I know I say getting certified. I do believe, you know, that you should get certified. But think about it. There are so many business coaches out here who aren't certified. So just think about that. You did those things because you felt you had to, not because the industry said to do it. But entrepreneurship is hard. And it's not always hard because of your so-called mindset issues. We're going to talk about that in the, in the coming months as well. It can be hard because your personal life will blow up sometimes. It can be hard because of global pandemics. It can be hard because all of your white friends are asking you about social justice now. It can be hard because wars happen and you find yourself mentally, socially, and or physically affected. It can be hard because you don't know the people who could help you access the capital you need. And it can be hard because you're genuinely trying to build something no one else has. And that means you have to be truly creative. I'm not saying these are all reasons to give up. I'm not saying to not try. I'm saying that I see you and that I understand that this is hard for the reasons that they did not tell you when you started. I'm not saying to give up, but what I am saying is that we should hold this space for ourselves with some compassion for what it is that we're trying to do. What I don't want you to do is continue on this journey prepared for a day hike when in reality you've signed up to climb Mount Everest. You're leaving the house in shorts when what you really need are several insulated layers, 
or else you're going to die trying to reach the summit. Not because you didn't have what it took to reach the top, but because you weren't prepared. You are not cannon fodder for the entrepreneurship industry. Your business doesn't exist just to line their pockets. You have a wonderful dream inside of you, and it's time to give it the consideration it truly needs to flourish, grow, and succeed. Authenticity and alignment. That's what two business friends told me they saw and what I want to help coaches, consultants, and service providers build. I can't tell you what authentic looks like for you. I can't tell you what your ethics are. But I can help you learn tools so you can grow and figure it out yourself. I'm developing a new offer, and I am super jazzed to share the name with you. I think you're going to love it. But I need some feedback to make it the best that it can be. So if you could shoot me a direct message on your favorite social media platform, just to let me know you're interested in at least giving me the feedback. If you want to know what to expect from me before you reach out, all you have to do is listen to each episode published already this year and probably some of the ones published later last year. I'm hoping to hear from you soon. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and a review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at Defy the Status Quo Biz, and the link is in this episode's description. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.